Welcome to the Laurent Collective Podcast, where we go deeper than just surface talk. Each week, we'll explore everything from family, business, creativity, culture, and faith. To make sure not to miss an episode, be sure to subscribe and hop on to Instagram at Laurent Collective to chat with us about this episode. This is part two of our discussion on figuring out your priorities and your time. So if you haven't listened to the first episode, we suggest listening to it first and coming back to this one. Let's jump in into talking more about filtering your priorities and how you spend your time. Then I do something even crazier. Yes. We talk about block scheduling. Yeah, if you want. <laughs> Let's talk about block scheduling. And uh, what block scheduling is, if you've never heard of it before, is it is basically saying on these days, I'm going to work on these type of things. <laughs> and so it's, again, it's not set in concrete because this isn't, but yeah. it helps you figure out what are the things I want to focus on today. Here's what it helps. It helps you with that multitasking we were talking about earlier Mm -hmm. to not be jumping of, oh, I need to do, I know I need to do this. I need to do finances today. I need to write some social media content. I need to go to the grocery. I need to do like all those things all wrapped into one. Some days look like that. But if you can find a way to do some kind of block scheduling, this work is great if you are your own business owner. If you work for another company, sometimes you don't have full control of your, like when you get to do certain things. Yeah, that's true. But but I remember doing this. I mean, heck, it, it works if you're a stay-at-home mom or dad totally or whatever. Does. You yes. know, I think whatever. Yes, when I've been in the seasons where it's been more of me just at home with the kids and stuff like that um, and doing things, and especially when they were like newborns and under a year and that kind of thing, doing those kind, this kind of stuff really helped me just feel like my day had a bit of structure. Yeah. Rest yeah, days, you're, things you're like huge on this, yeah, so. rest days, those kinds of things. That those to me, I don't. That doesn't need to have structure. I've tried, and that's not restful. Um, but for instance, so for me, like I know my Mondays are kind of like pulling back myself back into the work week, and so for me, that means like I take care of our finances on Mondays. It's kind of admin stuff. We get our orders out. It's any of those type of things that I know Monday is a bit of a catch-all day. Yeah, it's um, more of an admin day. Exactly, is. it is. And Pat knows that too. And some of those things takes up a lot of time. Yeah. Um, and so on some of those days, Pat knows that's what I'm working on. And that stuff is so important for our business, even though I don't always love all of it. And so he, then you'll be, you know, at least in COVID times, you've been like on par with the kids that day. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, I, I will kind of take some of the other I will take, you know, the weight of other things, you know, because I know the things that you're doing on Monday aren't necessarily your favorite things to do. So they drain you. It's important, but they drain you. And so if I can take the load off of other things, that's just how we work. It's just, it just is helpful. It's just super helpful. Yeah. So, so that's just one example of like what my, what would be like a block day. Those are the type of things. And then if something else comes up that I know isn't, doesn't need to be done that day and I'm not on a deadline, I move it to a day. Like, you know, we have one day where I might work on, um, you know, it, I, we actually have a day that we call our meeting day that we do try to schedule yeah. all of our meetings in one day. Cause there's nothing in my opinion that breaks up my day more and my concentration on something than having a yeah, meeting right in the true. middle of the day. That's very and so true. we do actually try to schedule all of our meetings that we have on one day. 
it's again, it's not science. It doesn't no. always happen that way because of other people's schedules. But what it does do is it creates that time for us to just know, oh, this is meeting day. I'm going to be taking lots of notes. I might be really drained at the end of the day, but then I have the rest of the week to work on these things and moving these right. things forward right. and not sitting in meetings. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do think, feel that way about meetings. Yeah, too, I but. think it's just, again, it's just helpful to know these are the things that you're working on that day. And, you know, it's okay if something flows over a little bit longer and then it has to move to the, another day. But again, you can you can fit things here and there um, based on what's going on and the things that you've looked at earlier in the week. And so, yeah. Exactly. And, and for when, you know, I was trying to think of different stages of life and I, we are speaking as people who have our own business and stuff. And, True. Um, so I was trying to think through, you know, if you are somebody who works for a company, um, an easy thing that I used to do, you know, I used to write a lot of proposals and everything. And then I would also write, um, you know, public relations and stuff to try to get newspapers mm. and other, uh, you know, news channels to pick up stuff that we were doing. And so I couldn't go back and forth between writing proposals and writing a press release. That was, it was too different and it was different right. styles of writing and things like that. So I would write the press releases on one day and then do the proposal on the other. Now a project could be coming up and suddenly there's a proposal that's needed. And so, yes, I would maybe have to switch that. But for me, it helped me to, or it could be your morning is this, your afternoon is this. It just helps you really like stay in kind of that zone of whatever yeah. it may be you're working on. And you have found that too with like um, yeah, I mean, I've designing found, or I've illustrating. found that super helpful. I think, I think thinking back though too for me, I've always been in a place where everything's project driven. So if I've got five projects on my, you know, list, then I've got to sort out you know, deadlines and all that kind of stuff. And how am I going to meet those things within the projects? And depending on the style of projects, certain things take a little bit longer than others and all that kind of stuff. So that's kind of typically how I've worked a little bit more. Um, but I think seeing how you've kind of taken this block schedule idea has really kind of opened my eyes as far as how I can even think about, you know, when I am doing certain creative things and projects and creating stuff that there's certain ways that I can say, okay, from, you know, nine to 10 tomorrow morning, I'm going to be sketching. And, and, and that's the time and allotted that I'm going to give it rather than going, oh, I'm, I'm in the sketch phase and, um, you know, we'll see how it goes and all that kind of stuff. I think it's setting limitations, but also allowing creativity within those limitations. Mm, yeah. At least yeah, for me, it's important. been super helpful. Yeah, and I think, too, again, we're speaking a lot of work and business and everything like that, but there was, you know, a time frame where I was, the majority of my time, whether it was a maternity leave or whatever it may have been, was with our kids, and with that, I still did do some kind of block scheduling because it helped me, um, for any new moms out there, and moms, you may know those seasons where you feel like each day just flows into the next, and you're not exactly sure what day it is. I mean, COVID has made us all feel that way. Um, but <laughs> yeah. you know, so for me, it would be like, I knew on this day we were going to go on a walk and go to the playground or something like that. Or this day we had a music class maybe or something, or, um, it may be, I decided that like we were, I was going to focus on like cleaning the house and getting things organized around the house on that day. Um, I've gone through different seasons of doing like meal prep and things like that where I've, yeah, yeah. that's been an in and out thing that in is, our lives. I can never quite figure out if it is something that needs to be in our lives or not. But so then I've had a certain day 
then I have said, okay, on Tuesdays is the day that I'm going to do the meal prep. And so that means I need to get the groceries on Monday or something like that. And so those kind of things are still possible for you to figure out. And it just helps you a little bit think like, okay, like, so then, you know, you, if you do have something, because you still, as that is the hardest job ever (laughs) is being a mom who stays at home or a mom in a season that you are at home with your kids and that kind of thing. Or dad. Or dad, exactly. Yes, yeah. sorry, I should have said that for <laughs> sure. Mom or dad doing that, um, that you still have stuff you have to get done. Like yeah. I think there's a perception that, oh, you don't have that much that you are trying mm-hmm. to figure out how to put together or the pieces to put together. And that is so far from the truth. Yeah. Um, and so even doing those things can really be super helpful um, and making you feel like, oh, yeah, okay, I'm able to get some of those things done. You'll never get 100% of it done. No, but not at all. <laughs> does help with that a little bit. So speaking of that, so that's block scheduling. And the way I've determined my block scheduling is figuring out what times I work best. Yeah. What now, like I mentioned, uh, yes, finances and admin stuff take some mental capacity, but there's also not a lot of creativity in it. Um, for me personally, I'm saying that from someone who is literally just punching in the numbers into QuickBooks and stuff like that for somebody else to do the rest that does take creativity. I don't understand how people yeah, do all the other financial things. But for me, my creativity is more like writing, coming up with ideas, that kind of stuff. Mondays aren't that day. Mondays right. for me aren't on that day. Yeah. I've just tried and it doesn't work. Yep. Um, so we have very different, well, not very different, but you have discovered a time that you work best that I am not a huge fan of. And that is the early mornings. Yes. <laughs> it is one of my favorite times to work. Um, yeah, I've always been a morning person, though. I mean, that started way back in high school. I am not. But that started way <laughs> back in high school when I worked for my dad on a golf course, and I would be up super early to go to work. And so, I've for some odd reason because of that, I think it's just been ingrained in me. Yeah, you can you can get stuff done early in the morning. I love the fact that I get up early in the morning before everybody else is up. I get a few things done. I read a couple, you know, for me, I read read the Bible in the morning and do some devotion stuff in the morning as well. But then like then I have like this space of quiet that I can create and do things and I just find it very rewarding and peaceful and I feel like energized when I'm during that time of day. Um but I also feel like sometimes for me, I've found the late, late evenings have been really good as well. So, Which doesn't enable you to get um, up early in the morning. I would say probably mid-afternoon is, you know, that's hard sledging for me. Like trying to get anything done in the afternoon is really hard because I feel like I'm in this weird space of wanting to clock off and just hang out with the kids versus I should probably push on and have a couple little bit more time on that project or this or whatever so um but yeah so i love doing things in the morning i'm super energized in the morning i just don't understand it but knowing that that's when i try to base a huge chunk of my creativity time and do that in the mornings um it means you go to bed a bit earlier too sometimes depending well, on what, like i just said sometimes sometimes i could be working on something in the in the evening and uh, there's just something that happens and I get a second wind or whatever and I'm super pumped about what I'm doing and I'll just keep going 
and you think I'm crazy, but then I will still wake up. I don't understand. Super that. early in the morning My body and keep moving. That way. Somehow I will catch up and sleep somewhere, but I don't know where that Never happens. Catch up on sleep. That's not a true thing. I don't know where that happens, but it happens. I, and for me, it's not early in the morning. I've tried. I have tried. Not very successful. You can ask Pat when he's doing that early morning creative. How many where... times did you ask me to wake you up this morning? <laughs> That's every morning. Where where am I during your early morning creating? You are sleeping in bed. Exactly. <laughs> so, and I will set an alarm. Because we live in a, in a small flat in London, um, our office is in our bedroom. So I'm sure that's not helpful. And I'm sorry that I am up early I, in the morning. I'm so used but... to it. I can sleep through it. It doesn't even bother me anymore. <laughs> I'm not even phased by it. And he will be listening to something too on his headphones and he'll laugh. Not phased by it. I can still sleep. And for me, I know I have to have a crazy amount of sleep in order to function. And so I do pay attention to that. But then also for me, my like sweet spot of time is about like 930 till noon or so where I feel super creative during that time. Like Pat was just talking about his different times. I fo- I can focus really well at that time. Um, you know, I've had a cup of tea, like all those kinds of things. And it just is my zone. So when I talk about that block scheduling, I do also think about that. I'm like on those certain days, do I have that chunk of time to do something? And if so... I better put some creative stuff into that time. Yeah, for sure. It doesn't always work out that way. But my hope is always to know what should I be doing during that time because I don't want to waste that precious time because once the afternoon hits, just very much like Pat said, and this, you could be the opposite. You could be high function, high creative in the afternoons. Um, But what does that look like? So this does mean like once you figure that out, just pay attention to it. I think I just started paying attention to like the type of things or trying things at different times of day. Um, like I said, I attempted the early morning thing. You did? What? When When did that happen? <laughs> kind of attempted it. When? I mean, early morning for me is, yeah. 8.39? Well, no, I get up before that. <laughs> Only because we have okay, to because of our children. I'm sorry. 7.30? Um, <laughs> But with that, try some different times of day and just test some things out. Pay yeah, attention definitely. to how you feel, what's your energy level. Um, are you feeling creative at that time? Now, it doesn't mean that every day at 9.30 to 12 that I feel super creative. There are days I definitely sit down and I just, I've got nothing. But if I kind of pay attention, that tends to be my more creative time. Yeah. This does mean in different seasons, when we first moved to London, Pat was working out of the house the majority of the time. Um, and we did have our daughter was at home with me. She wasn't in school yet or any kind of nursery or preschool or anything. Um, and so knowing that my morning time was the creative time, once I got the other two off to school and we came home, she knew that like this was the one, like the time during the day that she got to watch some shows. And I know some people may be like, oh, no, I don't do technology and that kind of thing. And that's fine. You got to do what is good for you. Yeah, like, exactly. There's no, you Whatever's know, best. Um, and that kind of thing. But for me, that was the only time I could actually get stuff done. Um, and so I, I always, she knew she had like two shows to she watched. So I had an hour of time that I could get stuff done in the morning. So I had to really be selective of what, again, what were my priorities and that mm-hmm. kind of thing? What could I do? And so... I did that hour of time and then I knew I would have another chunk of time during her nap time in the afternoon. Yeah. That was always slightly hazy as you have kids and you just never know. You never know with how long the nap might be. But I knew that. 
So I knew then with that, my afternoons weren't great for creativity. So if I could squeeze in whatever creativity I could get into that hour time while she was watching something. Um, And I was really precious with that time too, knowing that, um, that we would tend not to schedule things during that time. After it, sure. But I just kind of made that like a a thing. That's what worked for me um, of like just paying attention to that time and everything. And then that structured our days. Yep. If there's ways that you, yeah, I mean, if you've got kids at home, you know, do what you got to do. Yes. You know, I mean, ways, don't feel, don't feel bad about it. Yeah, like, and don't let other people, feel, I, I did feel really guilty. I remember having a friend that said, Oh, I would never let my children watch TV before a certain time of day. I think it was like one or something. And I thought, I don't understand the reasoning on that, but okay. Like good for you. Yeah, like I remember I mean, feeling again, bad. What works for your family works for your family. Exactly. I remember feeling really bad and guilty about myself for a while. And then I thought, you know what? That's what works for them. This is what's working for us. Yep. You know, again, there's no judgment in it. Yeah. It's just you, you figure out what works for you. And there were days I will be honest, uh, completely that, like, I'm not hiding it that I put her in the front of the TV for longer than that. Now, I, she's our one child, actually, that doesn't sit in front of the TV for very long. So it never worked to my advantage. It actually caused more trouble. Because she said, can I change the show? Can I do this? Da, da, yeah, da. That's right. I forgot. Oh, she was horrible. She'd get 10 minutes into something. So it actually turned out to be more she's disruptive like for me than it was helpful for me. And so I learned that pretty quickly, too, that actually this is not helpful for her. I learned if you gave her certain things, again, you have to figure out your child, and each child is different. I could, if I could safely put her in the bathtub, which I could, she was old enough at that point, she would be in the bathtub for an hour and a half, (laughs) playing, she'd be safe, and she'd be having a blast. She still is that way. She did it again today. She still does it today. She still does. She loves the bathtub. She loves playing and all that. And so once I figured that, I realized, oh, forget the TV, (laughs) the bathtub. We're just going to have bath time every single day. So because of that, then like when there are times where you don't feel as creative or you're as focused or whatever like that, like what do you do then do you just stop like look at what is on your priority list and figure out those things that are possibly the less creative things that you can get done then yeah um, i had a moment like that today um where i had structured and in, in just a second we'll talk about like how you can structure your day and stuff and that's why we're talking about your most creative time but i was set to do some creative things i had scheduled in the afternoon so i should have mm-hmm. known ahead of time but I had no other choice because of other things we had going on and stuff like that. And so um, I tried to get into a bit of a writing process with some things and realize I'm just, I'm not feeling it right now. I know this needs to be done, but I'm going to let it sit. And I'm going to do some things that are more, not completely admin, but that kind of stuff of some research I needed to do and that kind of thing. So there's usually something else you can yeah. also do. Yep. Um, sometimes you have to push through. True. But th- the, I like to call mowing the grass. Like yes. those are things that just <laughs> call mowing the grass that you can kind of do. It's a little bit mindless tasks. It's things that are not like the most exciting things, but they still have to get done. And yeah. For me, I often will stay away from the things that seem large and big. If it seems overwhelming to me, yeah. I don't know where to start. And that is, again, we're figuring out walk yourself through it figure it out go through the steps there's got to be one first step you have to do to get to the next to get to the next that kind of thing so so yeah i think that helps um again just pay attention to what you feel and what is hard and what you might need help with or ask help with or ask you know all of that stuff and for me again it has been 
coming up with, again, this is what works for me. Um, and this is floating. Again, I love how you said that earlier. Yeah, it's, it's all it floating. Floats. So I have a piece of paper. Pat does not do this. So this, again, we'll share our different ways that we do this. But for me, I write down, like, from the time I get up, which I'm always very wishful on the time that I get up because I believe on my piece of paper it says six. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> does your piece of paper actually say six? <laughs> does i'm looking at it right here that doesn't make any sense 6 6. p.m right Uh, however i have nothing written in that time so Mm -hmm. six and seven have nothing written in them i know what i would like to do at those times but uh, i mean because you do it (laughs) because you're in bed (laughs) so again be realistic in your time and what you're saying is my point with that and so i write down starting at six which i'm still in bed but Starting the time you wake up until you hope to go to bed, um, I write down general of what I know are knowns for that day. So for me, if I can be realistic in knowing what I can actually do, if I know that I am doing home learning stuff from eight till noon, and then we have to make lunch for three kids, and then I will be able to work in the afternoon, but we may not be done with lunch until one, that, and we generally try to be done with work at five in our family. That means that I only have those from one to five to do what I need to get done. Yeah. Um, of course. And, and even when the kids were in school and before all of this, I still kind of did this because if you had, if we had a meeting, for instance, you know, we have different meetings throughout the week or we have something going on or I want to go get coffee with somebody or that kind of thing. Um, I would block off that time so that I didn't think I could get 4,000 things done that day when realistically I only have two hours to do it. Right. And Definitely. I think that's been helpful for you too, even though you don't structure it like I do. Well, no, you actually are up at six, first of I all. I don't necessarily structure it like that, but but knowing the hours that I do have and then looking at the tasks that I have, I I I try to be realistic with the things that I'm I'm capable of getting done in that time. You know, depending on especially depending on what I'm doing or need to get done. Um yeah, it, it it's it's yeah, it just knowing and being realistic with myself um, is just super helpful. Um, and I think a lot of times we say in our house that if you ticked one thing off the box of your to-do list or whatever list you like to call it, it's a good day. Yes, and that's really hard for me. Well, yeah. Because I always, always... You are an achiever. You want to get everything exactly, done. I put way more than is physically humanly possible to get done in a day and I, I have learned a lot in this time with that because I have realized I've got to put my expectations way down and it's not holding my it's not that I'm not holding myself accountable and stuff like that because I don't I don't think it's putting your expectations way down I think it's, it's just being realistic it's and being, just realistic. being like exactly it's being realistic and it's realizing that again because it's an unbalanced act it's not yeah. about me having all of these things and being able to get them all done and things like that and I have actually been sleeping better <laughs> because I have been able to be more realistic with myself. It's not perfect every day. You can ask, Pat will tell you, there are still days where I get frustrated because I didn't get done what I thought I would get done. Um, but it's also made me realize I know generally how long it takes me to do things. However, like I was working on something the other day and I did schedule myself an hour to do it. It was like end of year taxes and pulling everything together. I thought, oh, it'll only take me an hour. 
And it took me the whole morning because there was things here and there I thought I had organized and I didn't and information I thought I had together and I didn't, that type of thing. And so you just learn from those things. And it wasn't that big of a deal. It was something that absolutely had to be done. And I got it done, not in time frame I hoped, but you know, that's just, and so it's just, again, being, uh, that often happens. We laugh in our house. Um, We love Jamie Oliver, like in his cooking and stuff, but he has cookbooks that he says, (laughs) 15 minute meals, 30 minute meals that kind of thing and so yeah. i i as the achiever will go and see and uh, grab those of like sweet i can get dinner made in 15 minutes it has never taken 15 minutes no. we always joke about that i don't understand where he where he timed this or if i was a professional chef maybe it would be 15 minutes <laughs> i don't know but i think it's like 15 minutes after you prep everything <laughs> that's and it's true like, you have to have everything like, pre-chopped everything's ready to go the oven's already on and ready to go and all that yeah all those things but it's such a it, it reminds me of how often though i do that where i and sorry jamie if you're listening that'd be awesome but <laughs> sorry it's not a diss to him i'm sure some people can get it done in 15 minutes but Again, that's where you have to be. I could I could do certain things in a quick amount of time that would take Pat twice the amount of time and then vice versa. Um, and so it's just knowing. Oh, yeah. I mean, even even like <laughs> even when we do cook or when I do dinner or whatever and you're like, just follow the recipe. You'll be fine. All that stuff. It takes me I probably realistically an, an extra hour than what Maya would actually traditionally do. So, yeah. Because he doesn't know my, like, ins and outs sometimes yeah. on certain things. Or your routine of how you do this or whatever. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. oh, boy. Exactly. So, again, you just are realistic and then how those days look and everything. So, again, I think when you're looking at how do you get stuff done, how can you have this thing, uh, you know, again, the question we always get is, how do you balance it all out? How do you do family how do you do a career how do you do this how do you do that we don't do it all we say no to things you just can't and there's been seasons where you know i've been able to help the kids school and other seasons where i have not been able to do that and i've had to say no and there are just different things like that that it's okay to say no like pat said you're allowing someone else to step into that then and then something else will most likely either you'll continue on what you're continuing on or something else might be opening up for you soon. Yeah. And that is really cool. And so I think that actually might be in more in tune with you than the original thing that you had to say yes or no to. So Exactly, exactly. And so I think and I know for some of you you might be trying to, I don't know, start doing like a I don't like people calling it a side hustle because I don't know, a side gig, a side job. I don't know what else to call it besides that. But Mm -hmm. um, you might be trying to start something on the side. Let's just call it that, which is what I I always imagine like a a motorcycle with a sidecar on the side when people say that. Oh, I like that. Of like, you know, your main thing is the the motorcycle, but you've got this this other thing sitting in the sidecar. Exactly. I don't know. I I actually like that, a sidecar thing. And, and with that, that's when, when I started uh, the photography business and stuff, I had to literally look at, okay, I have a full-time job. We had a child under the age of one and we lived far. I mean, we didn't live that far away from where I work, but it was an hour commute there, yeah. an hour commute back. So our, at my hours to do things were like very minimal. And so I had to be realistic. This is not going to just happen overnight. I'm not going to be able to build a business in a week. 
and that kind of thing. So it did take time and I was realistic on when I could do things. I worked on my lunch hour, for Mm -hmm. instance, on some things or on ideas and stuff. And yeah. And, and when you started, when you started to figure out those realistic things and, and, and were realistic with the things that you were achieving, it, it reoriented our priorities too. It did. Yeah. In that time of really going, okay, this really isn't a priority anymore or, you know, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. it just, it helped us continue to maneuver and, and figure out those glass balls at that time as well. Exactly. So as you look at, as you look at your schedule and your things and that kind of thing, um, it helps so much in understanding it's again, we will say always, it's not going to be perfect. You're going to have times where you utter, we still utterly fail. I schedule too much. I think I'm going to get all these things done, then I'm disappointed, all that kind of stuff. But it really does lead to a life that feels more free, I guess is the right way. It's not that you may have all this free time, but you've allowed yourself to have freedom and having time to rest because you've said, Mm -hmm. we're resting during this time. Yeah, this is a priority. Exactly. Uh, and so again, looking at your weeks and thinking about we, figuring out what those priorities are, that's so key, yeah. figuring that out. And again, they're going to look different. It's taking, taking note of those and taking, you might, you might have like a foundation mm-hmm. of a couple priorities that will not change. Exactly. But there's other priorities that might come up from time to time in different seasons of your life that yeah, that they're they're going to be there and then they might not be there. So, mm-hmm. but you might have a core, I like would say. Like there will be a time when we're not home learning anymore. Right. Right? Yeah. Please tell me there is. Right. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Are we good at it? No. No. No, no, no. 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 Not good at it. One bit. Uh, but yeah, so that's in it. So figuring out those priorities. Exactly. So figuring out those priorities. And then once you understand those, that helps you figure out too, then those things that are coming up in your week and your month and that kind of thing is what's yeah. that and big And what do you want to say index. yes or no to? Exactly. What's that big, what are the big things you need to get done? And you can't have 20 things listed on your big thing. That's yeah. again, being realistic. Yep. Be Cause realistic. I can tell you when I first got this journal that I referenced, uh, <laughs> I may have done that a couple times and then obviously I realized that that's not going to happen. Yeah. So fitting some little things in, fitting some big things in, what is next? What is the thing that just cannot happen this week? It's not realistic. And then looking at when you work the best, Yeah. what is the time of day where you're just on it? Like whatever the yeah. thing is that you do, if it's your creative time or if it is the time you might be somebody that's crunching numbers and doing things like that or coding or whatever it may be. My guess is you still have a sweet spot of time during the Definitely. day for that. Oh, too. everybody has a sweet spot exactly. when they're getting stuff done. And so paying attention to that and knowing that. And I think sometimes when we try to force the sweet spot, like my early mornings, <laughs> yep. it doesn't work for us because that's just not how we're wired. Yep. Um, so however you can do that as well. And then if you want to, I would love to hear from you guys of testing out the block scheduling. If you have dabbled in it, if you, yeah. Yeah, what do you even think about it? Exactly. I mean, Has it been something that's worked for you? Um, it really just helps me when those things come up and I think, oh, I need to do this. Oh, I'm going to put that on a Wednesday because that's when I work on those type of things. Yeah. Um, and that kind of thing. Or I get an email that has that subject line and I realize, oh, I'll take care of that on Wednesday or that kind of thing. Or I think I in some way, that. a lot of ways too, it's, it's built consistency for us. Yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which has been super helpful exactly exactly um and so i think those are just you know and then i kind of i i i know i went through my day and how i structure but you structure it differently so it's not like that is something again that but it's just (laughs) in a lot of ways 
you structure my day <laughs> because of you know the the our lists and the different things that we've put and how we how we figure out our priorities well, has helped me structure. So. I'm in general more of the keeper of the calendar or oh, yeah, diary definitely. of what is going on, and so that's and that's again us just communicating and keeping yeah. in touch with one another. Well, and just understanding how we work well and what are our gifts that we bring to you know the partnership in the business in our marriage and parenting like all that kind of stuff and understanding all that it, it really helps exactly yes so it's it's again it's it's not i'm sorry if we've ever given you the illusion that we have <laughs> this perfect balance between all of the things that we do yeah i hope we haven't ever done that I because mean, that's not true yeah <laughs> it's not true it's not how our lives are set up there's always something that is taking up maybe more time. Like Pat gave you the great example of when he was doing the book recently and everything. That was a lot of time. It was for a short season, thankfully. Yeah. But even our kids understood daddy has this big project right yeah. now. And sorry, but that's just how it is for this season. It won't last forever. If it starts to last forever, that's when you do pay attention. And those are big red sirens yeah. going off of, oh, pay attention to this. So yeah. we need to look at our priorities Yeah, I need again. to be aware of some of those rhythms that might have set place or set into place that aren't good. Exactly. But you have to be realistic. Yeah, be realistic. Have to be realistic. Have to realize it is an unbalanced act. Always different things are going to be into that. And it's just when you can be more realistic, I think you let yourself down a lot less. You find more fun in the things you do as well. And you find, I hate to say it, but I keep going back to that word freedom. There's just a freedom and then not uh, taking in your day and realizing, oh my goodness. <laughs> well, I think it's that. just always hard to look at your day and go and, and look at that list that you thought you were going to accomplish and go, I didn't even accomplish any of that stuff. And then, and then that, that doubt and that frustration, and there's certain things that like really set in that you're just like, oh, maybe I can't do this or the confidence, you know, drops and like all that kind of stuff. But again, if you're being, if you're understanding your priorities, if you're being realistic and what your day looks like, how you've structured your day, your schedule, all that kind of stuff sets you up to be in a really good place and exactly. understanding all that stuff is just super helpful. And don't compare yourself to others. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. People are, you know. I mean, often, we've done it. We do it. For sure. We, we continue it. to do it. We continue to do it. Often. But it's a Some of the people battle. that you're looking at are so many are steps ahead of you and whatever it is that you are trying yeah. to do. And uh, you can't then say, oh, gosh, they seem to be doing this, this, and this. First of all, they're probably not sharing everything that they're doing or that they're not doing. And uh, they're also ahead of you they may have somebody yeah. working for them they may have yeah, you know there true. are all these different things they may have a nanny they may have i mean there's so i know one person that she has somebody that cooks her meals that she has like a chef that then they bring in that'd be crazy they but she well that's their one splurge that she does is she doesn't cook but they want to eat really healthy and so someone cooks that and delivers all of their meals for the week <laughs> That's great. Stuff. I would. I mean, that would be awesome, but that's not realistic for us right now. No. <laughs> and so, no, yeah. but you know, and so sometimes we have that perception again, like, oh my goodness, look at her. She's cooking all these fancy things, and it's all healthy. And how does she have the time when she also does all these other things? She doesn't have time. Yeah. She's not doing it. Yeah. So I think that is just so important as you are thinking through all of these things. Of you got to figure out what's your priorities for you. 
for if you're in a relationship with your partner, with your family, with all of those things, what are your priorities? And then how do you make those things part of your daily life? Mm -hmm. And be realistic about it. Exactly. And adjust in seasons if you need and be okay and throw out the B word, throw out the balance word. No balance. It's unbalanced. It floats. And it's okay. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of the Laurent Collective Podcast. If you enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to subscribe and leave a review, which helps others find our podcast. Continue the conversation with us over on Instagram at Laurent Collective. We look forward to going deeper than just surface talk with you again next week.